For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. We have a jam-packed show. Tons of things have been happening in the NFL for free agency, and the Titans have been making some moves. We finally have several key questions addressed that we'll dive into on this week's show. But before we get into it, I want to ask, do you believe in our Titans? Because I know I do. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Davey underscore Hudson. That's D-A-V-E-Y underscore Hudson. So we'll just jump right into the five main things you need to know that have happened over the last week for the Titans. To kick things off at number five, it was sort of expected. Maybe we were hoping that in some cases you wouldn't see this, but the Titans have parted ways with edge rusher Cameron Wake, running back Deion Lewis, kicker Ryan Suckup, and veteran tight end Delaney Walker. I know Suckup and Walker have been with this team for several years now and have been a key part of the success that the Titans have had in getting out of the bottom of the league And as a fan, I'd like to thank them for their time that they have spent in Nashville, and I wish them well on their next stops. Number four, the one signee so far that the Titans have had that were not on last year's team is edge rusher Vic Beasley. Beasley is coming from the Atlanta Falcons. ESPN reported that Vic Beasley signed a one-year deal with the Titans where he can make up to $12 million for the 2020 season and is guaranteed to make $9.5 million. So he does have a chance to prove it and hopefully gain a long-term extension with the Titans. Number three, the Titans re-signed Dennis Kelly. The Titans did let Jack Conklin walk. He is going to the Browns, but they have found their replacement in reserve offensive tackle Dennis Kelly, who has been with the Titans since 2016 after a trade with the Philadelphia Eagles. And since the trade, Dennis Kelly has had more touchdowns than Doriel Green Beckham. But it's good to see that the Titans have found the replacement for Jack Conklin. Kelly assigned a three-year, $21 million deal. Number two on the list, the Titans have placed a franchise tag on Derrick Henry. And number two on the list, the Titans have placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on Derrick Henry. They do have until July 15th to reach a long-term deal with Henry, but as everyone who follows the Titans knows, Derrick Henry put the team on his back in the playoffs and had a monster run and led the NFL in carries, rush yards, and he tied for rush touchdowns last season. And number one on the list, and maybe the biggest piece of all, but the Titans have answered the quarterback question everyone was wanting to see of whether or not they sign Ryan Tannehill or they go and get Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill is the man in Nashville for the foreseeable future. 
And number one, the Titans have answered the question we have all been asking of who is going to be the quarterback for this team moving forward. And the answer is Ryan Tannehill. So glad they made this decision to keep Tannehill instead of opting for Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill signs a four-year, $118 million deal that guarantees $91 million. I thought John Robinson did a really good job so far in ensuring that he got his guys back that he wanted. And that will bring us into our main topic for today's show. What does the Titans offense look like going into the 2020 season? As a Titans fan and someone who's kept up with this team for years and years, I can't remember the last time I felt that you could pencil in who the starters were going to be in mid-March. The big questions we've we've talked about so far this offseason were what was going to happen at the quarterback position and the running back position. And right now, we know Ryan Tannehill will be under center for 2020 when you're looking at running back. Barring Derrick Henry sitting out, he will be your starter for the 2020 season. Again, they could get a long-term deal done. I know Derrick's asking for a lot of money, and rightfully so. Whenever you look at his production last year and what he was able to do, he is arguably the best running back in the NFL right now, and he's looking to be paid like that is the case. When we look at the wide receivers, you have A.J. Brown coming back. He will be starting his second year campaign looking to take off, looking to continue where he left off for the 2019 season. At the other wide receiver position, you have Corey Davis, former fifth overall pick in the 2017 draft. And then in the slot, it is looking as though Adam Humphreys will be starting there. But as we know, the Titans often have a lot of two tight end sets. Johnny Smith will be starting at tight end. If the Titans look to go to their backup tight end, they got Anthony Ferkser, because I know the Titans used a two tight end set more than majority of the other teams in the NFL the past couple of years. And then when we get to the line, last year you could see how much the line improved as the season went on and once Taylor Lewan came back from suspension. But at left tackle, all-pro Taylor Lewan will be manning that position. Next to him at left guard, you have you got Roger Saffold, who John Robinson went out last year and got in free agency from the Rams. You have Ben Jones holding down the center position. Right guard is looking as though Nate Davis, who had an up-and-down rookie season last year, will be filling in there. And at right tackle uh, with Dennis Kelly signing signing Dennis Kelly, it is looking as though he will fill into Jack Conklin's shoes. And there were times where, over the last couple of years, Dennis Kelly has been a better option than Jack Conklin. Now, Conklin did improve, but I don't feel it is a tremendous step backwards by any means by going with Kelly. So I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm extremely excited to watch this offense not have to go out and just replace a bunch of players. They're going to have a lot of chemistry moving forward this season. They're going to be in the second-year system of Arthur Smith, who I thought had a really good first year as offensive coordinator for the Titans. And you just look at 
some of the other guys at the Titans. And there's still some spots that John Robinson will be looking to add depth at. I know they're going to try to go out and find some other offensive linemen, especially at the tackle position. You're going to need a th- need a guy there if one of your two starters goes down. Uh, the running back position. I don't expect the Titans to make any moves for the running back position in free agency. I expect them to address that concern in the draft. And people are saying, well, with Marcus Mariota gone, what does that do for the Titans at the backup quarterback position? Uh, it's it's looking right now, again, they, they can make some moves, but if I had to predict, they're going to go with Logan Woodside as the backup quarterback. He was on the practice squad last season. I saw the, that earlier he was out getting reps with Corey Davis and Anthony Ferkser. And at wide receiver, uh, what, what did they look to do there? Cameron Batson signed an extension. It is looking as though Tajay Sharp will be moving on. We still have Khalif Raymond. I expect him to have a bigger impact this coming season. And this year's draft class, it is absolutely stocked with skilled players. So the Titans could wait a little bit and still get a quality guy at receiver or running back later on in the draft. John Robinson is capable of making some good decisions when it comes to drafting some guys later on in the draft. And right now, you got to feel confident with John Robinson's decision-making. Everything he's done right now, obviously you got to the AFC Championship game last year. As the saying goes, in J-Rob we trust. And it is looking as though this team will be able to keep things rolling. But that is the outlook for the Tennessee Titans roster as we get ready for the 2020 season. Uh, it is worth mentioning, you know, I, I did want to say we're talking about predicting the offense for the Titans in 2020. It's it's still to be seen what is going to happen as far as the NFL schedule when it comes to being able to have players get together and practice for OTAs. Everything is up in the air because of the coronavirus pandemic that is sweeping the country right now. Hopefully that that, outside of just sports, is behind us fairly soon, but we just do not know. There are are a lot of question marks as it relates to what is going to happen. We have seen sports being canceled all across the country. Everything is closing down, so how long does that take before things are up and running again? And... Obviously, this is a Titans podcast, so I'm going to try to tie things into the Titans. I did mention for that offense, you're not having to replace a lot of players. There will be some chemistry already there, so that does give the Titans an advantage. Whenever they do come back, everyone's probably going to be rusty, but at least they have that continuity that a lot of other teams might not have just because of the familiarity of the players already set to take the field for the Titans starting group. And with that, we'll go ahead and transition into this week's edition of the Titan Up Mailbag. I do want to say I appreciate everyone sending in their comments, questions. The response so far has been great. I can't thank you all enough. If you would like to be heard on the Titan Up Mailbag, you can send me an email at dehudson11 at gmail.com. I try to get back to everyone. But again, thank you for your submissions. Keep sending those in. And for our first question today, John in Nashville writes, Davey, I know that the priority this offseason was making sure that they address the quarterback situation and trying to get Derrick Henry back. 
now that those two moves have been made, what do you expect the Titans to do next in free agency? Well, last week I know I said I expected the Titans to go after an edge rusher. I was thinking they were going to make a move for Jadavion Clowney. Uh, he is yet to sign, but the Titans went and got Vic Beasley from the Falcons on a one-year deal worth up to $12 million. Uh, with the Titans going and making that move, I do not expect them to be in the market for uh, a big-time edge rusher. I expect them to still try to fill in at that position on the back end, but as far as a big name, I'm not looking to see anything happen there. Right now, the Titans have around $28.5 million in cap space. As far as what they need to do, in my opinion, they need to go get a cornerback. Uh, a lot of good corners still on the market. I would actually like to see them just go ahead and try and re-sign Logan Ryan. I'm not 100% sure what his market value would be right now, but having $28.5 million in cap space, uh, that has the Titans in the middle of the pack uh, when it comes to the other teams in the NFL for cap space left. you got to remember that John Robinson does have to use some of that money for uh, the rookie draft class, but obviously the Titans are not in need of... I, I wouldn't expect it. They might go out and try to get a veteran receiver because, again, like this is a very young receiving core, so uh, having someone like an Emmanuel Sanders might might be different. I, I again like I I don't necessarily think that's the route they're looking to take, but when you look at some of the cornerbacks still available, you have Chris Harris Jr., Nicole Roby Coleman. He he seemed to have played in the uh slot a lot and that's where I felt Logan Ryan was at his best. So if they don't re sign Logan, they might try and go go and get a guy who can play more who can cover more of the slot receivers. Pro football focus put out their top remaining free agents and as of right now Logan Ryan's 13th uh, some other cornerbacks you got Prince Amukanara making that list Desmond Trufant Brian Poole there are a lot of cornerbacks still out there so I would not be surprised to see them go and trying to fill in at that position again it just it just feels good knowing that the Titans have most of their main positions already secure for the 2020 season barring injury so I feel John Robinson really is he can go and make some moves at any position he feels necessary. But if I had to guess one position, I feel that John Robinson would try to address in free agency. Moving forward, it will be the cornerback position. Next question comes from Ryan in Knoxville. Ryan says, Davey, how do you feel the Titans will stack up in the AFC South for next season? Well, it's actually, it's interesting you say that because as I was recording this podcast, News keeps coming out about Bill O'Brien and his relationship with DeAndre Hopkins. Bill O'Brien has the GM position for the Texans as well as the head coach, and that team seems to be imploding from within right now. The trade that Bill O'Brien basically traded DeAndre Hopkins away for nothing. It's a baffling move. I don't understand it at all. I don't know anyone else in the media who has an idea of what he was thinking because he wasn't. But Deshaun Watson is not happy with the move. It seems as though there is some chaos brewing over there. There is a good chance Bill O'Brien is getting fired there very soon. And I'm going to be be honest. I kind of welcome it. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But the last couple of years, the Texans have been the primary challenger in the AFC South. They obviously won it this past season. With them slipping up, puts the Titans in a prime position to take over the comp, or the division. The Colts did just sign Phillip Rivers, so we'll see how that move shakes out. They they have a lot of weapons that they can 
get the ball to. So we'll see how things go with a new quarterback at the helm for Indianapolis. Jacksonville, I'm not worried about Jacksonville. That's one of those teams that they were so close a couple of years ago and it just it's not going their way. They're losing some of their key pieces. They, they got a road ahead that I think might take some time to get back to competing for a playoff position. So by default, I mean, it's looking as though the Titans should should be at the top of that division at the end of the season. Now, as a Titans fan, I don't want to go too early and say that and say, book it down, get the tattoo, because, I mean, we've seen what's happened, but taking everything into consideration, you got to be feeling good about the Titans' chances as of right now. And it looks like we're out of time, so that'll do it for this week's edition of the Titan Up Mailbag. Again, I appreciate all the interaction and responses. So with that, I will bid you all a good day. As always, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate on iTunes. Again, we're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Tell your friends. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. And again, if you want to reach out to me, feel free to email me at dehudson11 at gmail.com or you can tweet me at Davey underscore Hudson. Again, that's D-A-V-E-Y, same name for Instagram. But I look forward to talking with you all again next week. This is Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson, and as always, tighten up. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.